0: Smith, he fires deep, and that's going to be caught on the run by Kareem Hunt, inside the 20, inside the 10, all the way for a Kansas City touchdown to tie the game. Go. So a
1: guy whose night could not have started worse with a big play here, 78 yards on the pass and run. Welcome once again to the Irish NFL podcast, brought to you in association with the 42.ie. You've just heard that uh, wonderful touchdown by Kareem Hunt scoring for the Kansas City Chiefs against the New England Patriots on Thursday night. Uh, Once again, I'm Mark, uh, now a Patriots fan on the precipice, and I'm joined as always by uh, Brian, a gloomy Giants fan.
2: Good afternoon, Mark.
1: And Gordo, a rather satisfied Steelers fan.
0: Great to be here, Mark. Great to be here.
1: Thought you might enjoy it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at IrishNFLPod and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud to hear our past episodes and to avoid missing our new ones every week through the season as they come out. Boys, lots of news, lots of things happening. Nothing disappointing, I'm sure, in week one for Brian and myself.
0: It's, it, it was a great uh, week one, wasn't it? Um, I think I sent a text to you said, you know, the great dynasty that is the Patriots lose to the Chiefs. Uh, again, I suppose we can't lie, we all picked them to win the first one, but... They lost, and then the team with the greatest defense in all of the NFL. And an elite
1: quarterback. And an elite I,
0: elite. I, I I, will. B- put that one up there. I did say that to you. I'm sorry, Brian. I, I set you up to fail. They the lost at the weekend, believe it or not. They, they? Yeah, they, they only scored you know. three points yeah. as well, I think. So and the, de- it might
2: the defense wasn't the problem. <laughs> it, was the <laughs> yeah. it was the offense. But, but we'll then, get to that.
0: Uh, my two favorite teams, of course, the Steelers and the Browns uh, battled it out, and Steelers came out on top. It was slow. But uh, a great game, so yeah, I'm off to a great well winning start with the that Steelers. That was a
2: win-win for you, no matter what happened.
0: There. Ah, Browns put out a performance that actually shows they're gonna they're going to get the seven wins this year. I think I said seven wins a few episodes ago, and after that first week one performance,
2: his m- blinds in the house kept rolling they're from Browns to Steelers to Browns. <laughs> to <laughs> Steelers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, no, it was a great week one, and um, yeah, it was. It was a very enjoyable weekend. Yeah, take away to the defeat for the I Giants. i to say,
1: although I did think during that match because I was watching it live, uh, I did think of you in the context almost of. Uh, a Homer Simpson moment of going excited, oh, oh oh oh! When there's a long play for one team, it's like great on one side, awful on the other. But that's what's going to happen to you twice a year when you support two teams yeah. in the same division.
0: No, don't support soft spot for soft spot. Okay, soft spot.
1: Soft spot. Uh, it's, as long as My, we're talking about your soft yeah. spots, not your hard spots, that's a good thing. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure you boys want to get on with it, so let's get and deal with the really depressing stuff. One of the key stories and games we're going to talk about today. The Thursday night game where apparently something happened.
0: Oh, what a game. What a night. What a way to wake up on a Friday morning, wasn't it, Brian? You kinda, you go through it, you watch the entire game, and what happens? But the Patriots just don't turn up. Yeah. Um, Alex the Smith, you know, Super Bowl caliber quarterback after that performance, some would say.
2: The hoopla that went with the Super Bowl presentation beforehand, that I thought was a bit over the top. You see, other teams has been in Super Bowls. it just went on for so long. And then. What? That's Seriously, team makes a I've seen I've about watched winning a Super Bowl. Yes, I've watched every v- Thursday night game and the start of the season for God knows how long. I've never seen it to the extent in which the Pages put into it today. Yeah, well,
0: Robert, it, Robert Kraft had a hand in that, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it
1: is five Super and Bowls on the greatest It impacted of all the time, game, as Gordo just said. It impacted the performance.
0: I they were flat. They were no, very no, flat.
1: No. I can't agree with you on that one. Look, yes, Chiefs won. They played very well. They deserved to win. I hate I to hate, say the Patriots' pass rush and linebackers were slow and they non existent and they made Alex Smith look like Galvatron or something out there. Like it was, he was—he am- was—he played well, but, I mean... He played, play play played well. He played unbelievable. He so was very some good. Some no, of he was. Throws. He was very good. But, yeah.
0: I mean, our defence didn't do anything yeah, I'm to pressure. Ca- I'm calling it the Patrick Mahomes effect. That's what I'm calling it. Well, they've been sure. saying he's a game
2: manager for yeah. so long, and then you don't know, he just started slinging the ball around. It was oh. great to watch.
1: With blown coverages by mm-hmm. $65 million. Uh, yeah, you'd blown coverages. Stefan Gilmore. No, I mean, Gilmore blew a coverage and everything. Smith took advantage. Don't want to take anything away from them. Chiefs played really well. Is it uh, the ceiling is falling in, the sky's falling in? Of course not. Last three times Patriots started 0-1, what did they do? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you you sent that text back fairly quickly. I I, I got that one out there almost immediately, (laughs) I think. I mean, bear in mind, I stayed up all night on Thursday watching the bloody thing, and uh, it was a bit depressing. The more annoying thing and worrying thing for a Pats fan is we were Mm -hmm. 105-0 when leading at home during Brady Belichick's 0 after three quarters. And yeah. this was the first game we ever lost. And actually, it was deservedly a loss because they didn't quite look right as things go on, went on. Will it get better? Yes. Are they still likely to win the AFC East? Yes. Will they get revenge against the Chiefs in the playoffs? Yes.
2: Well, I, I made a point very early on in the podcast that it's a shame that the Chiefs never got to play in that AFC Championship game last year because I felt they would have really given the Patriots a game. So when you look at that result today, the and there was a great tweet out after the game, um, I can't recall which uh, which Twitter page had it. I said, "Patriots lose, America wins."
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was it was just a great day. But yeah, I yeah. think
2: it was really enjoyable day out on the sun on Friday.
0: Yeah, so I, I just okay,
1: th- let's move on. Patriots lost. We've seen that. Let's round up on other games. So let's start backwards, if you like, Monday night's games. So two games last night, guys. Um, you know, interesting games, tight enough. Uh, Broncos at the oh char- sorry Chargers at the Broncos just lost a close one twenty four twenty one to the Broncos, and the uh, return of Adrian Peterson to Minnesota yeah. Vikings taking out the Saints and I think a theme for much of the games of the weekend bad offensive line
2: yeah well the Vikings offensive line was actually very good it's been noted by even the head coach after the game that Mike um, uh, Zimmer said the offensive line was fantastic it gave Sam Bradford great opportunity to sling around he was twenty four for twenty two and three touchdowns I mean it's not that we don't expect that from Sam Bradford well
0: uh, on that we so again give a shout out to Keen Fahey who's the pre-snap reads quarterback catalogue and within that catalogue we've all had a read of it briefly not fully and within that he states that Sam Bradford statistically is one of the better quarterbacks in the league and what's he doing Mark you've, you, I, disagree. I, I you, you disagree I disagree
1: I cannot disagree more
0: bit. vehemently with him so and yet look what happened now again I will admit the Saints were absolutely atrocious they, they, haven't, were, they haven't resolved the oh, defence they were awful but Sam Bradford was hitting passes medium to short that were just beautiful. He yeah. was hitting them on target. It was really, really good. Very impressive. Um,
1: there was one drive in particular, I think, where he hit three great passes in a row under pressure a couple of times, and it, it resulted and his, and in the Vikings touchdown. It and his two beautiful. main
0: receivers were Diggs and Phelan. Uh, Phelan. Yeah. And the two of them just always open. I couldn't get over Diggs on one long route. It was just it was beautiful to watch. And Sam Bradford was just throwing passes effortlessly. He even threw one across his shoulder. Um, oh that was a really good it one was yeah. such, it was such a beautiful pass now again that's one for the Highlands. Really but he, wa- he wasn't getting hit that's the big it's thing it's
1: one game he was protected by his O-line Dalvin Cook had an underrated game and must yeah. be given props to the Vikings defence kept the Saints in check most of the day and did uh, pressurise Breeze quite uh, dramatically with Zach Streif I mean another weekend for injuries their right tackle going down early in the game so uh, sorry being out for the game um, so, yes, but it's one game. Well, I had, Vikings I, won 5 and 0 last year, started yeah, 5 and yeah, 0, yeah, ended true. A and 8. Well, so I, let's see.
0: I'm just going to throw it out because the fancy is important to me. I have Drew Brees, who fucking screwed me over pretty much. And then it's my. Mo- sorry, apologies. Sorry, right. we can. We, it's our own podcast. On, we say no, what I, you I want. Won my, I won my match. You know, games, I, so. I didn't even get close. Yeah, uh, okay. m- My best performing player was Lutz, the kicker for the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> that's, that's how bad my week was. And he and was it, raving about his team last week. And to be fair, he was on fire for the Saints because the lads could, just couldn't throw touchdowns. He was having to take field goals left, right, and center. Right, uh, so, so anyway, that's the
1: Saints Vikings. Other uh, Monday night game, as I said, Broncos uh, ousted the Chargers 24 21. I mean, the Chargers played it close, but.
2: Well, you say they played it close, but after three quarters, they were down by 17 points. They had a great 4 quarter recovery, and uh, it kind of played out in the way we did in the end. We said on the last podcast we expected the Broncos to win a tight one. You can't get any tighter than the last-second field goal missed to put the game into overtime. But uh, just about, just about for the, the Broncos.
1: Yeah, the chargers' uh, field goal kicker is the uh, the backflip kicker. The uh, Asian young uh, we yeah. I want to say his name is yeah. who famously kicked a field goal while flipping backwards in a YouTube video that's out there with the 44 yard that they got blocked in the last minute. I'd say he wanted to do a backflip or two. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's another game uh, that was before Monday night's game, uh, it was after the Sunday afternoon games. Uh, ah yes, Sunday evening game. I think there was a team called Dallas Cowboys whooping the ass off the New York Giants. Gordo, Did you catch any of that? I'm Just wondering.
0: Well, out of all of our picks, I do believe I was the man that went for the Cowboys in the end. And you, you know, did, it's yeah. it's hard being right. It's hard being this good. Um, you, you said
2: know. you said that they'd win if Elliot played.
0: And did Elliot play? It wasn't much of a factor in Doesn't the game. Doesn't matter. Too. He and and yards on 19 That's carries. They were they, they were impressive. Um, again, just the Giants just offensively. I like, I've I've claimed Eli Manning is a an elite quarterback, but. With Beckham the way he is at the moment, if you don't have him on the field and being effective, it's just their their offense is just poor, and there's not much else happening at the moment. So again, we always say defense wins you championships, but you need something on the offense to help you. And there's just nothing. Brian, there. come on, there's got to be some part of you that understands that, I, that was. I'm pathetic.
2: not disagreeing. It was actually a shambolic performance by the offense. Um, in the first half, and um, the defense was on the on the field for 47 snaps. And yeah. the NFL average is 65 a game. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants had three drives in the first half.
1: Well, I, could, no, they, I can break it down for you. They went three and out for minus one yard, three and out for five yards, five and out for 23 yards, four and out for 10 yards, three and out for eight yards. Well, there we go. And then they came out <laughs> for the second half and decided, you know what we need to do, lads? We need to hold on to the ball for 10 minutes when we're losing 16-9. It was a very good drive to the, kick, the second to half. To but the, problem was,
2: the problem was, you get into the red zone then, Yeah. And as Bill Purcell said to Phil Sims a long time ago, back in the day, before your time, Gordon, yeah. if Bavaro is marked, he's open. And if Brandon Marshall is in the red zone, which he was brought in for, yeah, yeah. throw it at him. Well and he didn't even go for him.
1: I was going to say, Brandon Marshall... I'm out. not saying that's the reason we no, know No, so no, no, no. But, but I was going to say, Brandon Marshall caught one ball. And that was with 20 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. I mean... That he wasn't the great offensive development like that you expected. I took so another
2: game. Giants fan that was going through the misery on Sunday night and we were back and forth texting each other and we just called believe. First of all, the offensive line, I touched on it earlier on during the off-season podcast. The offensive line hasn't been corrected. Um, I bought into the whole off-season, pre-season. This is another group. The group is together again. It's another year on. They're going to get better. Um, I bought into even the running backs improving. Yeah. But again, his selection of running backs isn't great either. Look, I'm not, As you said, you've touched on it. It's only week one so we'll see Giants have a habit of pulling back results from people don't expect them to so we'll Ooh. see how we get on a Monday night
1: Nick. let's see how it goes right so that's the Giants-Cowboys the last game sorry when in the later games at 9.05 uh, the key game that was featured on Sky featured another depressing offensive line performance I would say we mentioned the Giants Packers versus Seahawks which frankly featured five people who had never even met each other I think in terms of the Seattle offensive line because that's certainly how they played
2: yeah, it was very much a defense-oriented game for three quarters, which you didn't expect. And come on, for a season where Green Bay's defense was so poor, it was good to see them rebound. Yep. albeit will be a very early in the season rebound with a very strong performance. Um, you kind of got the feeling as the game went on. You've seen it before, with Rogers. He's not one to kind of hit the panic button. He was patient. He was patient, and he knew the opportunity would come. And you could see by the fourth quarter, the Seahawks' defense was gassed, and Rogers just took. He just took his the right time to
1: controversially, Jeremy Lane was kicked out, ejected, uh, for throwing a punch, which on replay <laughs> I couldn't see a punch. Uh, exactly. It was a very poor decision. It was a bit of a forearm into the face I grant you, but it wa it it was controversial, I would say, to say the least.
2: It's the first quarter of a new season. All the players are hyped up mm. like yeah, what Randall Cobb was at it with him at times as well. And
1: Randall Cobb was dragging out of him, which is why he yeah. ended up on top. But
2: even him. before that there was a there was one where Cobb caught it going off going off the, p- the field and the two of them were at each other, you know, so it was a it was a strange one.
0: We we we've kind of said now between ourselves, we're delighted to see it back. But a lot of the NFL analysts are kind of saying week one stunk in terms of performances, etc. I, again, I think we're just overjoyed to have it back in our lives. But I think one of the stats that people are throwing back is the scores. This uh, there's a lot week of numbers
2: in terms of the points. That, you know, low scoring games
0: because it was just interesting because last last season's uh, scoring per games was roughly kind of like. One, one, two, two, four, four, six, six. In terms of how close the games were last season, and then for two thousand and seventeen was like you had twenty point wins, 20, 22, 37. There just doesn't seem to be any consistency between the last season, this season's opening games in terms of. There,
1: there certainly wasn't any close, tight ones, and even ones that were a bit tight, like Packers Seahawks. Th- it wasn't a great scoring game, and as you say, it was a defense yeah. oriented thing. But I can't see the Seahawks scoring much yeah. if there that's the way their offensive line is going to perform. It's yeah. it's a, a atrocious for an nfl quality team allegedly yeah. but again they've come back from the brink remember uh, last year 6-6 against arizona and they still obviously made the playoffs and did quite well one interesting thing i want to throw at you if that is the way the nfl is going to clamp down like on jeremy lane there for throwing the punch uh odell beckham and josh norman going to be banned for infinity when they inevitably meet up again twice this year
0: does he get banned for kicking a, a net as well
1: and kissing it and marrying and it, yeah.
0: Um, pr- if like, you know, you know
1: I, I'm, I, I say honestly, I mean, you need to get him back on the field in the first instance, Brian. But then, yeah, he might as well be suspended straight after.
0: Well, it's handbag stuff, is what they're calling it. And if that's the way the NFL is going to go, it's just going to be a sad day for us all. Because, like, fair enough, throwing a punch—it's stupid for any player. But that wasn't even a punch that was thrown. I know, yeah, I it's know. It's Just like they're relaxing
2: the rules on other things, i.e. celebrations, but then they're making the other rules. They're yeah. the rules. It it's it like they need, to, they need to pull it back some, somewhere else. It'll so. be
0: interesting to see if they keep it up for week two and three, et cetera, but uh, hopefully not, because I think people will look at that and kind of go, that was a bad call, and it ruined, it ruined the game. It ruined the game, so yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so we've, we've gone from one team, the Giants, who are dominated by one player, which is Odell Beckham, to another team, the Packers, who are dominated by Aaron Rodgers, to another game, Lions over the cards, which are dominated by Matthew Stafford. Another fourth quarter comeback. It didn't look close in the end, but it ranks up as another one to the eight they got last season.
0: It was just uh, this game. Like the lines started so poorly. The Stafford threw a couple of interceptions. Uh, it just didn't seem to be working initially. I thought I I, I went for the overs on this game, and I was a little bit concerned after the first quarter. It I didn't thought look likely. Yeah. yeah, it didn't look like neither offense was working well, um, and it was just that the lines just couldn't put a, a, a string of passes together. Um, came for them in the end, but again. Like neither team really impressed me that much. the The Cardinals were a bit of a letdown. Um well, I was going
1: to say Palmer looked very old, which yeah. is worrying. And uh, David Johnson, of course, now out for several weeks, uh, which is a
2: yeah, huge. Yes, been confirmed lot. this afternoon, he's out <laughs> for eight
1: weeks. Eight, yeah, weeks. Eight, eight weeks. I had seen yeah. four to six, but eight—that's that's really bad news for the p- the Cards and anybody who <coughs> picked them to get to the wild card. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't a great, enjoyable game to watch. Just too many mistakes. Um, so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan yeah. of it. But
1: so moving on, um, Eagles against Redskins, Brian, your NFC East comrades here. Um, well so we had uh, two we quarterbacks.
2: There was six turnovers in the game. There was fumbles. There was interceptions. There was it was a, it play was
0: a Player of the year as well from whence. From whence.
2: Yeah, very much. so. fantastic. Oh. But it was littered with it was littered with. So
0: you the you're breaking
1: uh, down the, his play in the first quarter in relation. Yeah, to that
0: it guy. was just it was uh, it was kind of the the quarterback play that you would expect from a veteran, it kind of reminded me of like a Favre, keeping it alive, keeping alive. I think he broke two t- attempted tackles. Yeah. Um, and just and it was just beautiful to watch. And it, it just, he just had the composure. Uh, and I think we discussed it in the off season. We do think he is a, a high caliber quarterback and, he just looked like he'd been playing for years the way he threw that pass. But yeah, like Brian said, just too many the mistakes again.
2: The score was 37 17 but that we, it's not really reflective because the touchdown at the end that they ran in off of Cousins' fumble. Mm. So it was yeah. a lot closer than. No, co- co- but Cousins it was a game like it was he was going to have a chance. Yeah. So. turnovers and fumbles. Yeah. So just jump back to the Lions game. What we didn't touch on was uh, the rookie, Ken, uh, Kenny Galladay, two touchdowns for the Lions. Yeah. A deep threat that the Lions didn't have, um, probably since Calvin Johnson left. So... Something to No, no. Certainly worth a player to keep an eye worth on. Worth mentioning. Of course,
1: yeah. he's got one of the best quarterbacks to try and throw him the ball deep now. Um, worth moving on to the next game. Falcons against the Bears. And, you know, we, I've got to give Amaya Culpa here. I said lots of nasty things about the Bears. Of course, they still lost the game. I think we all did. But they were a hell of a lot more competitive and played some great football during this game. Really running the Falcons close and should have won. Should have won the game I in the I final drive.
0: I think that's just second season syndrome by the Falcons. We discussed was it going to have an effect. W- how were the Falcons? We just assumed this was a gimme for them to warm up. They were... This just wasn't happening for for uh, for Ryan. Um, but to be fair to the Bears, um, they had a rookie uh, running back in Cohen who he's very elusive. He reminds me of uh, Hill or um, Giovanni Bernard, that style of a running back. And he was just... People were missing tackles left, right, and center on him. And it gave it gave the Bears a threat that they haven't had for a while.
1: There was one great run. He reversed the field. He had three Atlanta Falcons yes. defenders clean on him. Reverse field, backed up to avoid the first guy, just ran around them, yeah. avoided everything, and made about a 30, 40-yard gain. I, I fully agree. It was electric. And, yeah. I mean, we're talking about YouTube moments almost with the the uh, the Lions game and the Eagles game. That was certainly one to, to check yeah. out again because it was fantastic. Unfortunately, the w- the running back, Brian, that you were bringing up or saying, oh, he's a good, bright spot for the Bears uh, in Joanne Howard, he's the one that dropped the game for them at the end.
2: Yeah, well, he, he did play well up to that point. But, yeah, it was certainly... It was it was like as if he was conscious that the guy was coming in more so than actually getting a hold of the ball yeah. and trying to... And it, you know, if he had caught it and he couldn't get in, it probably even worse because he wouldn't have had enough time to get another playoff. So. But um, they're unfortunate, the Bears, they played well... And the Falcons, um, you said about Wentz's touchdown. The Matt Ryan touchdown to Hooper was actually quite good as well. I was you? just about to say
1: Hooper's tight yeah. end touchdown. And there, uh, what so. I would
2: say is if that was the kind of game in other years the Falcons would have lost. Yeah. So they dug deep in the end. I know.
1: So, so Hooper played a great game for them, really made up, because Julio Jones was kind of kept in check with yeah. double and even triple coverage at times. But it, was Ryan, bl- it
2: was a blown coverage. The safety pressed up. It was, yeah. Expecting. But everyone, still, um,
1: I mean, you get your tight end getting the ball 78 yards away and still run it in. It's yeah. kind of a nice piece. Yeah. And I think he picked up about 140 yards in total. He was a real great outlet for yeah. Ryan. Um, it's worth saying about the Bears if anybody didn't see the final drive, they're camped on the 10 yard line. Mike uh, Glenn. Glennon. Yeah, I was going to call him Gleason. I knew that was wrong. Mike Glennon, first down, straight in the receiver's hands, in the end zone, drop. Second down is the Howard drop we refer to. Third down. To the receiver, slightly off target on the goal line. Would have been difficult, but probably slightly off target. And then fourth down, he turns back into a pumpkin and promptly gets packaged The Well, the, the problem was, if any, on, any other,
2: on any other play, the quarterback's clock would be going off in his head and he nah, know he, he has to get rid of it. But fourth he couldn't. Down, he he could, could, but he, that's what I'm saying, he couldn't. He had to yeah. try to do something.
1: So yeah. the 23-17, they went down. A bit of a mild surprise the next game. Jags over the Texans. Um, I know we had a debate on who was going to win it, but it was certainly a surprise, if nothing else, that the Jags had 10 sacks and the Texans had zip.
2: Well, yeah. we—I know we all went for the Texans, but during the during the off season, we actually spoke um, in terms of what the Jags have done on defense. Didn't expect it to be an immediate impact, but then there was, as uh, Fowler it—that was—he was injured yep. last year, so it's like his first year. Like they really have done a very, very good Which job. Which we
1: mentioned because it's kind of like they get two, three first rounders coming back this year yeah. if they you know perform yeah. and if they stay healthy. And the
2: Texans, I think Deshaun Watson came here. I mean, you couldn't do any worse we, than
0: Savage. Th- we, but yeah, we, we, we kind of discussed it. We had a text going back and forth about this. That w- We said it last week. The Texans would win this if their offense could do something. Their offense could do nothing. Their defense wasn't great. What was kind of just hidden away there. You, you didn't
1: see him. Bit of an non-entity for the game.
0: But the issue that I have is with Bill O'Brien. And the simple fact is the Browns decided they were going to go with Kaiser. They were going to start Sean Kaiser. He was starting quarterback. Rookie, no matter what. He's the better quarterback on the roster. Bill O'Brien clearly doesn't think that Tom Savage is the best quarterback on the roster. But he wanted to play him because he didn't want to risk Watson as a rookie quarterback. But then the fact that you have to take out your starting quarterback, put in Watson, it, it, this is why Bill O'Brien, no matter how this season goes, is gone at the end of this year. He will not be, because he just he doesn't know what he wants to do with quarterback. And people always say, oh, he's had bad selections, he had this, that, and the other. These are his selections now. He, he These are the people he wanted, and he's just...
1: And he didn't even give him more than the half.
0: It's just a roundabout way of doing. It. If you if you think Watson is the better quarterback, which you clearly do, if you are going to bring him on in game one, start the man. Simple as that. Otherwise, it's just yeah, it was yeah. a poor one by the Texans.
2: Well, I was just going to make a quick point with uh, everything that has gone on in Houston recently with the hurricane. Remember New Orleans? Yeah,
1: yeah, and like in, Katrina. And Katrina. They had a very
2: poor season, and uh, JJ Watt came out. He was hyped for the game. The crowd yeah. were going bananas, but he was he was non-existent then for that game.
1: Yeah. So. Um, they were almost waiting for their Steve Gleason moment with that famous block punt against Atlanta when the Super Bowl yeah. reopened but it just it just never happened in yeah. relation to it one bit of bad news for the Jags Alan Robinson has sub- subsequently gone onto IR and uh, again another wide receiver and it was the bad news for the Bears actually we should have mentioned at the time Kevin White has yeah. gone to IR could come back because it's only a scapular fracture but you know Lots of injuries again. and you The know Bears will have to make a decision on him. That's three years in a row now. I, I I time I is running he's out. Gone. Yeah. He's gone. He's uh, gone. I think it's, it's fair to say. Uh, Jets beaten by the Bills. I'm not even spending more time on this than just to say the Bills won the game. It was not very good. I'm but not going to lie. I, d-
0: I didn't watch it.
2: I watched uh, oh. the High Lodge Males. Yeah. Because, you know, I You're just dedicated <laughs> to the Which class, took right? you about 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I'm it was on. A, it was exactly as we said. It was exactly as we said. The I'm Bills would win a uh, poor game. I'm, I'm on.
1: moving on. Raiders over Titans. This was tight, but the Raiders ultimately pulled away.
2: Yeah. I have to say, I don't know if you saw the kickoff at the start of the game.
1: Oh, yeah. No, th- when we went th- for an onside kick. I loved it.
2: No, I didn't love it at all. I thought it was a ridiculous decision. Why? It's the start of the season. You're kicking off. Like, the Raiders' offense is very good, and you're giving them the ball on the 48 no. yard line. Oh, hang on. Let, let, let their, kick, their return guy do that. Let him put it up on the 48. I think, I Don't think
0: give it to th- them. Yeah, ball. I have to agree with Brian. You're a week one, and you're doing an onside kick, and you're giving away field of position that, like.
2: You're uh, going 7 0 down, and then all of a sudden, okay, fine, they came back. But so they didn't.
0: If they did it against the Jets or the Bills or something, yes. you know it's not going to score fair enough. you are doing it against the Raiders. So, um,
1: steal the possession, is the way I look at it. With the move change to the kickoff line. Raiders got the ball on the 50-yard line, right? If you kick the to touchback, they get the ball on the 25-yard line. Is but a 25-yard loss worth the opportunity to steal a possession? I say yes.
2: Yes, it depends on who you're playing.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think the Raiders are the w- team to Let I think them get the 25-yard well, loss. The, the, yeah, the two main ones for me from the Raiders game was, one, the time management of Marshawn Lynch was really, really interesting to see. Um, so again, they're not throwing him in every play. Um, he looks just as good as he used to. Some of the runs he was making were exceptional. Um, So if they manage his body well, he hopefully will last the season. And the second one was Del Rio, the the fourth down master. He just loves to go for it. He went for it again in this game when there was no need to go for it at the time. And he just went for it because... That's the way the Raiders are going to play, and that's the way Del Rio plays, and I loved it, absolutely loved seeing him call us. And, and
1: as a Pats fan, seeing us get stuffed twice on 4th and 1 on Thursday night, sometimes it doesn't pay off as <laughs> no. well. Um, actually, one of the few games there wasn't major injuries in in, in relation to, to that particular game. Um, so, I mean, like, it's one one of the few. I didn't mean to mention, actually, in the Bills, you saw uh, Ronald Darby, it was the one thing that was notable, got injured. Eagles. No. Sorry, Ronald Darby came from the Bills Sorry. to the Eagles. I'm to yeah. say in the Eagles, you've just done this trade, you've given away your best receiver for it, and Ronald Darby gets injured in the first half of the first game of the season, yeah. and might. It was a nasty looking IR. thing. It was a nasty looking thing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just kind of going. D- I, I
0: haven't watched it because I just yeah I can't not yeah. can't do that. Well, all you he's, it on, not, watch he it over
1: dinner, he's not gonna he's not gonna mimic Terence Trent and sign hmm. his name on a contract <laughs> with him anyway. That's oh a good God. 80s music piece for us. Right, Ravens versus Bengals. Um, you know, it's worth acknowledging the Ravens did well, surviving injuries. I, I mentioned injuries again because they
0: suffered two more. Sidarius Smith and Danny Woodhead went down. I have never been so upset. Woodhead is my starting running back, oh, for my fantasy go. team. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I had big hopes for the man. And he starts off well. He caught a brilliant pass and you can see him chuffed at himself. He's back from injury. And then the next one, the ball's not even near him and his hamstring goes. Like that's him done for the year. I, I, have they confirmed? The uh, they thing? haven't confirmed it, but it's likely
1: both of them are going to go into IR. Uh, if, um. it's,
0: if it's a hamstring and it's the one he struggled with, he's done for the season, which is going to be a huge loss because he he showed what he can do for Flacco on the offense. Uh, he's going to be a massive loss for the Ravens this year.
2: Well, we were kind of given out, and not say given out, but we were kind of disappointed in the amount of injuries that the Ravens were picking up. But what we didn't really discuss really was their their rookie class that they brought in because their cornerback Marlon, hum- Marlon Humphrey was just fantastic. He was. Mm. Was when he was he like was back there and he was calling out the players to the defense at times. Looked like a guy that had been there for years. Um, a number of interceptions across the board. Ravens defense will always carry them. Um, yeah. Still wouldn't be sold on them because the Bengals were so poor. But it's a good start.
1: For ba- Bengals were awful. Uh, this whole um so the red run. We yeah. have to talk about that. He's not the red rock anymore. He's the red run. Andy Dalton had one of the worst quarterback games ever. Yeah. Like four interceptions and one fumble. It was five turnovers in total. It was atrocious. Yeah, they did.
2: I would give the Ravens' defense a bit of credit. Oh no,
1: I know I want to give the Ravens' two defense a bit of credit, but I just want to point out how bloody bad he was. He's a veteran quarterback at this stage, and it didn't look like he could complete a five yard out.
0: No, it, w- it, w- it was a bad performance, but I think with the Bengals as well, they, they haven't even decided who their running back is. They were sharing the reps between the three of them on the running back side of things, and it just doesn't help. There's just no consistency. bit consi- like the Saints last night. They weren't yeah. getting into a consistent rhythm. With just There's no consistency output. there. So, yeah, it was. Um, it was an okay game to watch. Um, wasn't the most enticing, but anyway. we w- I, But again, we predicted that beforehand.
1: So Steelers versus Browns, we talked about already. It's not bad from Kaiser. The one question I wanted to just ask you, though, mm-hmm. Gordo, is Steelers' offense, only 14 points. And,
0: and and it is. It's a disappointing one, but I think the biggest thing is you've got L- Bell, who, who held out for his contract, is only just back. Didn't look ready. Didn't look ready at all. No. Um, You had Martavis Bryant. Who again? I think is going to be a top-class wide receiver if he stays off the drugs. Let's um, just be honest. <laughs> say it like, it, say is, it, like yeah. it is. Just say it like it Um Isn't holding back today. No, but again, this is his first off-season back. He looked a bit rusty. Um, and Ben Roethlisberger looked like a man that clearly did, you know, play or play with the decision of whether or not he's going to come back. He just, I don't know, he just didn't seem as into it as as he normally does. But again, I think. They thought the Browns was going to so be so used, gimmie. so
2: used to getting a handy so win against the Browns.
0: Yeah, and the Browns came out and played, and that was—I think—the thing about Kaiser was he took some big hits, but he was really sa- His checkdowns were excellent. He, um, he slid when he needed to slid, and he got some really nice shots. So I
1: just want to say a couple of things: is that Kaiser got the treatment from the Steelers defense? There were two flagrant personal fouls here, oh. but it was very clear. Hit him, hit him hard. And and everything. It was uh, almost like Andy Greg gots- Robinson's. Defense. There might be a ban coming for one of those. Well, there was Definitely th- th- Greg th- Williams's defense. Sorry, yeah. uh, th- the
0: one uh, when he was gate. down on the ground and he took a he took a hit. his shoulder to like the he face. he
2: given the given the play up. Yeah, that
0: yeah. was
1: uh, dirty. TJ wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and he straight straight up. Uh, so that was the other one. Um, TJ T- Watt had a great T- J game. TJ Watt had what was it? One interception, two sacks in his first ever NFL game. His brother never did it. That's 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 it. So TJ yeah. Watt over JJ First Watt. First rookie to ever do it. as First well. rookie to ever do it. As Mark, well. um,
2: Mark wasn't sold about him. I wasn't
1: I sold about fl- him, I, I and th- I know, and I'm still not. One yeah. one swallow does not make a summer, my friends. Anyway, um, what? <laughs> 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 I just love them. Sorry, man. Um, keep going. Keep going. So, um, no, uh, big bend in. The, uh, you mentioned about your wide receivers. It's almost enough to make you wish you hadn't traded away a wide receiver in the f- last two weeks before the end start of the season. But yeah. they, there you go. We will see how the Steelers develop. Um, two last games to quickly run through. Colts versus Rams. If I had told you on Wednesday last week that the top three quarterbacks res- uh, this week would be Alex Smith, uh, Jared Goff, And, oh, God, who was the other one? Again, oh, Sam Bradford. Yeah. I think you would have said I was smoking something. Yeah. Jared Goff played well. Scott Tolzian, yeah, not
0: so much. No. no. Well, uh, again, we've just said the Colts are nothing. And Luck has gone.
2: Nook has already been confirmed as ruled out for this weekend.
0: Uh, it's, it's, It's a sad state of affairs when without your starting QB, like, literally the team just doesn't function. And also they've got a head coach. He made a call during the game. What was it? He I'm made a call during the game. He made a call in his press conference after <laughs> Did the you game. But he conference? said he was
2: so disappointed to get beaten by that high score against the 49ers. It's the Rams <laughs> they're playing. Oh It's like Jeff Fisher esque. It was. That's what we put from Twitter.
0: But I think his time management in the game, he made some mistake as well for them when they were in the red zone and just Oh, uh, yeah, they're just the shambles at the moment. Just the when Colts. I said I
2: picked the Colts to make the playoffs, just to be clear, I was on the basis that. No, no, luck no, no, no. I
1: was going to point out you picked the Colts to make the playoffs and I picked the Colts to have less than six wins and you mocked me. So no, that's no, it's, I, it's yeah. only week one, but we might come well, back to is out already for this weekend. Let's exactly, and I said he won't play. Panthers versus 49ers. It was a, look it wasn't a great game. Uh, Cam eased back in. Very bad news for Ruben Foster from the 49ers. they one of their two first round picks with an injury. Well, when it was clear and McCaffrey looked good, but you know yes. solid win for the Panthers mm-hmm. as we the all. The point expected. I
2: made last week was this: the two running back combo now Stewart and McCaffrey would allow Cam to actually be a quarterback and not a running back. And it was clear in the game he hardly he ran, he ran during the game. He did when it was necessary, but it was clear they were using yeah. the run game to win that match.
1: So guys. Randomly, we've looked at all the games. Give me a couple of random hates, loves, random points. Give top three, if you like, of something that uh, you just noted over the weekend. Gordo?
0: Um, I think the biggest thing I noted over the weekend was that out of the 15 picks we made last week for week one, um, Mark got seven out of 15 correct. Uh, Mark got nine, or Brian got nine out of 15 correct. Um, Do you know how many I got right, Brian? 11. 11, That's it. Eleven out of fifteen picks correct. One that checks. And that's the. You're, but look, you confirmed it. Um. So yeah, I think that's the highlight for me from the weekend. Long way to go. Yeah, long way to go. But I think I'm on. I, I'm on a hot streak at the moment. Any hates? Um. No, nothing really stood out. I ju- I just think some of the games were a bit boring, but I wouldn't put them on as a hate. That's just the way the season's going to be. Uh, overall, I found it an enjoyable weekend.
1: Yeah. Good stuff.
2: Um. Right. The top thing really was really the impact of the rookies. It was just we touched on last week about no quarterback starting the season. And I was c- we we're kind of going back to the old era of you way for your chance. Yep. But we never kind of... Watson it.
1: came in well after half of... But we of never
2: factored there. in the likes of other players in different positions. Like, as I said, Humphrey from the Ravens, Hunt for the Chiefs, Galladay from the Lions, uh, calm from the Bears. Like there McCaffrey, albeit, didn't score a touchdown on a solid game. Um, Fournette scored and touchdowns for the Jags. It was like an immediate impact across yeah. the board for quite a while. Quite that's why well well the NFL is
1: so good. Ka- Kareem Hunt, in fairness, we didn't talk about him enough. It
0: was spectacular. Yeah. We, yeah. we bigged up Alex Smith. Especially for a guy who fumbles on his, on his first, first snap. Yeah. yeah and wow. then, uh, and who had never fumbled <coughs> in a college game ever before apparently no, no. never fumbled it's yeah. like yeah. Ben
1: Jarvis Green Ellis the law yeah. firm used to play for the Pats never fumbled um, yeah. and
2: t- I suppose the Pats 16 now talk is killed in week 1 which is nice there was nonsense talk Yeah, and then probably in the worst side empty stadiums I don't know if you just picked up on like, the LA game was half empty I San saw Francisco's that yeah. game. But, so apparently, but
0: also apparently it was ridiculously uh, hot over there it was like 60 degrees or so something
2: put the sun cream on and relax <laughs> and go and watch the game that's what I'd like to do <laughs> <laughs> A bit of sun in your hair.
0: Yeah, well,
1: yeah. if I had any. So yeah. before we go, I'm just going to call out a couple. Eric Berry going on IR for the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Serious loss. I mean, yeah. he marked Gronkowski out of the game uh, the other it was night. It a a great game. Sad. Really great game. Really great game. Uh, the Bills-Jets, one thing, and it is a low light, you have the ball in the one-yard line. Josh McCown, a veteran quarterback for the Jets, and the Bills didn't defend either of the A-gaps. Yeah. Easy call. Quarterback sneak, you're going to fall over the line. It was just... I'm screaming at the television, and I shouldn't, because it's the Bills and the Jets, and I don't really care, but it's still annoying. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt got a receiving touchdown from Carson Wentz, so he's received as many receiving touchdowns from Carson Wentz as he has from Tom Brady, <laughs> which is a useful one. Raiders kicker to Vecchio um, deserves a, a, a bit of a nod. Um came in first time since he was drafted that Sebastian Janikowski wasn't kicking for the Raiders. Perfect on the day. I think he missed the last kick, actually, but looked basically perfect on the day and was involved again in a YouTube moment where Dodori, Dodori uh, Jackson, the Titans' returner, returning the ball, Tvekia comes out to, to tackle him and he leaps... Full standing over his six-foot frame. It was. It was. What Antonio Brown sh- Brown should have done a couple of years ago, instead of kicking yeah. the uh, kicker in the face or the punter in the face. It was. Uh, it was worth seeing anyway. And the last one I was just going to say is: is the Bears again? You know, they cost me money every bloody year. I had the Falcons in so many accumulators and. I used to think it was Jay Cutler's fault. I used to think it was Jay Cutler's fault that cost me money. It's just the Bears. I'm never betting on them. We the did bears. deliver some winners. I don't know yeah. if people have,
2: have picked up on that on the Twitter page. Like the singles, we put up a, a weekly single. Gordon's came up on the over. Mine came up on the uh, <coughs> the yeah. Rams. Y- yours obviously didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then each week we're going to put up what we believe to be the banker the weekend. And we, we got that up. We had the Falcons, the Panthers, and, Excellent. and the Steelers. Yeah. So we did yep. make some money. The so only
0: other low light for me was touchdown celebrations. There's nothing.
1: Oh, can't be asked. By There's friends.
0: just nothing good from him. You bring back the rule. You you, you gotta expect somebody to do something. But again, maybe maybe they forgot. Yeah, that's maybe it.
1: forgot. So next week. Yes. So let's go on through the go. picks and let's talk about the games. So we start on Thursday night. Thursday night football. How exciting! Houston at Cincinnati. Both teams 0 and 1. Obviously, both needing a rebound. Who you got?
2: Um, well, I think last Thursday night's game will be will be definitely more exciting than this one. <laughs> um, On the basis that Deshaun Watson starts, um, we touched on the Bengals. They look like they're in self-destruct mode already. Um, I'm going to give the win to the Texans. I think they'll be coming off that defeat the weekend. They'll be ready.
0: Yeah, I'm going Texans too on the assumption that Watson is starting and the defense will actually turn up and show what they were like last year.
1: I thought I was going to be the counterpoint to say I'm going with the Texans because I don't think Andy Dorn can be that bad again. But I do think... Texans overall, it's their season almost on the line. Uh, very very quickly. Uh, when we go into the Sunday slate of games, um, another NFC North showdown: Cleveland at Baltimore.
0: Going with the Browns for this one. This is my this one of their seven wins in my in my eyes. I think the in injuries. Your projection? Yeah, yeah, I think the injuries after uh, last week's week one for the Ravens is going to hurt them. Um, so I'm going to go with the Browns for a win here. Brian. He wants Shush. to say it. He wants to say it. Don't you?
2: I'm going to go with the Browns as well.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've seen enough of them
2: last week. We said that they will... God made a point last week that they don't necessarily have to win games for it to be a season to be a success as long as they stay in games. But they stayed in the game for a long time last weekend. The Ravens aren't as good as the Steelers. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns.
1: The Browns aren't at home. The Ravens, Flacco didn't play very well. They surprised me. They did really well with their injuries and their defence was better than I expected. I'm going Ravens. Okay. Buffalo at Carolina.
0: No need to discuss that much. It's Panthers all the way.
1: Panthers, uh, Panthers. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Panthers. I think. I think. I think that's. Uh, I don't think it'll be
2: as clear cut as
1: as. Buffalo course top of the AFC East at the moment, which is rather it's depressing. nice to hear. Isn't no, it? no, yeah. it's not really. Arizona at Indianapolis.
2: I'll go with. You know, it's, n- it's like I'm not high on the cards. Um, I was not I was never convinced by them. Yous, you were, Mark, but I know it's <laughs> on after week one. But they'll win it purely because the Colts are in a very bad situation at the moment. If not, no quarterback. I don't know who's going to play this weekend, if it's going to be Jacoby or if it's going to be Tosin again.
1: They you know? are suggesting Jacoby Brissett may start after but only six th- practices with the team.
2: But to be honest, he looks like he'd be an upgrade on what they have at the moment. So... Still don't think he is enough. I think cards will win.
0: Yeah, I think without luck, it's cards, or cards all the way. I, I'm, not, I'm not high on him as well, like Brian, but yeah, cards easily for this one.
1: Do you know what? I, I can harken back to what Jim Irsay said uh, during the summer. The offensive line is now fixed. I don't care if you put Dan Marino, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers all behind that offensive line at the same time. They will still get hockeyed. It is a bad team, a bad offensive line. I'm going cards. Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, an AFC South showdown. Obviously, lots of more divisional game schedule in the first couple of weeks. Um, Tennessee close, but no cigar with Raiders. Jacksonville surprising winners over the Texans.
2: Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of a tight win there after last week because you, the expectation was that Tennessee would probably win that game against the Raiders. I'm going to still give the the edge to the Titans. I still think they're you know they're a very good team and they lost a very good team last and I expect them to beat the Jags.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee on this one as well. Um, I think the Jags' defense was excellent, but I just think it hid what Blake Bortles is, which isn't a quarterback. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee Titans. Guys, we're going to
1: get a 16-team accumulator up this time because we're all aligned. Uh, I'm I'm with the Tennessee Titans as well. Uh, You've got your Ravens, so... Oh, sorry, I went the Ravens, yeah. So there's one difference. You want can swap it out to the Browns no, if you want. No, no thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. Mariota still adapting to a slightly different offense. They didn't look as good with their smash-mouth running game. However, they've got the receivers, and I yeah, I rate them. So I think they'll do well. Jacksonville at home will be difficult, but I give them the, the edge. Philadelphia 1-0 going away to the surprising Kansas City Chiefs 1-0 with the leading rusher, highest point scorer, et cetera.
2: Well, what's not surprising is the Chiefs' home form, and they're obviously very strong at home. Um, last week's game, the Eagles won, but it was, as I said, the game was literally with mistakes, so I still wouldn't be raving too much about the Eagles. I'd expect the Chiefs to win that one quite comfortably.
0: Yeah, I think after the performance they did against the Patriots, it, it, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs, especially at home. Um, and yeah, as much as I would like to say Philadelphia, because of Wentz and the performance he had, I just think too many mistakes. So yeah, I'm going to go with the... Uh, Chiefs, as well,
2: it could be a letdown game
0: for the Chiefs. Come
1: I'm on. actually that's exactly what I'm predicting. I,
2: I just don't see a letdown game being where they the put the 42 points, they could still win a close game. At the home.
1: weakness of the Eagles is the wide receiver position sorry, is the cornerbacks defending <laughs> wide receivers. The Chiefs don't necessarily have the people to attack that weakness mm. in the same way. Yes, it'll be very difficult playing an arrowhead, but I'm saying it's going to be the making of Carson Wentz a bit of a letdown game. They won't give Alex Smith as much time as the Patriots did. I'm going to go Eagles.
0: I'd, I'd love to see them do it. I really would, but I just think, yeah. No. Uh, you know, I've got 11 picks out of last week, so I'm pretty confident My mine. Sorry, <laughs> <that's just saying. laughs>
1: all right, right Mark. It's yeah, all right. We're going to run this back, I think. Uh, New England Patriots at the New Orleans
0: Saints. in, uh, I can't say New Orleans Saints. They were just so bad at the weekend. So it's got to be the Pats. I'm going
2: to go with the Saints.
0: I
1: knew you would. (laughs) I knew you would. You can't. No, and
2: like, just every year where, like, week three last year, the Texans went into Foxborough and everybody was high on the Texans. They thought the Patriots wouldn't win because they'd gone through a bit of a sticky spell. And you could argue the case that this weekend is the same. Saints are a different beast at home. They're very strong. Breeze is very comfortable in the dome. Um, I think it'll be a very high scoring game. Um, I I think that's almost guaranteed. Well, yeah, so maybe that's the over. But, and. um, the like Saints' defense isn't good, but I don't believe the Patriots' defense is very good either, so I'm going to give the Saints a win in a high-scoring
1: game. You've definitely been smoking
0: before you came <laughs> <have laughs> Sounds like we've all been smoking <laughs> uh,
1: The Patriots need to get pressure on Breeze, and I'm not sure where they're going to get it from, but the secondary will be good enough. Patriots all the way. The yeah. he, Brady will carve them I up. I didn't expect you to say yeah. it. I know you otherwise. didn't expect it, but still. Minnesota at Pittsburgh. Sam I Bradford.
0: Yeah, as much as I'd like to... I I, I think... Minnesota will actually put a performance because I think the Steelers were just so slow. I don't know if much is gonna have happened since week one to week two. But I would think that they will still outclass them. They've got better running backs, better wide receiving threats, a better quarterback. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steelers on this one.
2: Yeah, I agree. A week on f- uh week on from the first game, Bell. I'd expect Bell to have a
0: Yeah, you'd a hope you, you'd hope he'll have a big game.
2: Yeah. Steelers.
1: Yeah, better offensive line the Saints showed. Steelers for me, easily, uh, in relation to it because Sam Bradford doesn't play that well two weeks in a row. Chicago Bears, the surprising Chicago Bears, which closes out the 1 p.m. slot against the, or at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, because of Hurricane Irma didn't play last weekend and are starting with a home opener now, effectively. But like the Dolphins have to play 16 weeks in a row. Uh,
0: the issue with the Tampa Bay is that, again, they're still in the midst of a, of a storm and et cetera at the moment. So the team have been flown elsewhere. The game is confirmed
2: this afternoon as going ahead in Tampa.
0: Going ahead, but the Tampa Bay players etc. aren't based in Tampa at the moment. Yeah, there's they're training. I can't remember where they're doing it at the moment, but so the head coach is in Tampa. The team is elsewhere. Um. So yeah, I I think Chicago did really well last year. I think Tampa will do it. I would be very surprised if it didn't. But I do think if they were to lose, I wouldn't be ho- that surprised purely because of what everything that's happened the last two weeks.
2: It's a, t- it's a tough one because you don't know how Tampa are going to react because it's their first game in the nope. season. The Bears could be in a better place because they played, mm-hmm. albeit they lost the weekend. Still can't see past the Bucs. Um, nope. and I expect the Bucs to win by a couple of touchdowns.
1: Jameis Winston, the Hard Knocks crew, Bucs for me all the way. Yep. Don't be buying
2: into that program, but come on.
1: New York Jets. Uh, so we go into the late slate now. So there's uh, uh, five games in the late slate next week. So uh, New York Jets at the Oakland Raiders. Do we even need to talk about it?
2: The handicap line is 13 points. Yeah. That's how much the book is. I think
1: straight are. up there, 1 to 20. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: You, you'd be, if you're doing anything... Raiders,
1: Raiders, Raiders.
0: All, all the way. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I'm just wondering how many picks McCown can throw. Anyway, um, Miami starting off their season again due to the uh, storms... Uh, sorry, Hurricane Irma. They're going to start off their season on the West Coast against the Los Angeles Chargers. This is an
2: interesting one because the Dolphins have gone out there 10 days in advance, obviously, because of what's going on in Miami with the hurricane. So they'll be well settled into the change in time zone, well settled into their surroundings. Chargers are coming off a tough Monday night defeat. Um, I'm going to go with Cutler to get the Dolphins a win.
0: I'm going to go with the Chargers. I just, it's Cutler. And I don't, I think what we'll see is all this hoopla of, you know, Cutler, Case, back together. And in first game, Cutler's going to get sacked, throw a couple of interceptions, and just get broken.
1: I couldn't imagine a worse first game for Cutler, yeah. in fairness. Um, he's going to have Joey Bosa on one side, and he's just going to be immense in relation to it. Melvin Ingram S- hadn't well. left. He's going to
0: wish he hadn't left the Fox booth.
1: Yeah, uh, I see Chargers as well, and I think it's mainly because of their pass rush and their yeah. defence. Granted, it wasn't as impressive as it could have been last night against the Broncos, but I'm going Charges. The Dallas Cowboys at the Denver Broncos, both unbeaten <laughs> after week one. Um, it's again in mile high, so that's going to be a challenge for the Cowboys traveling there. But they do have Ezekiel Elliott, and they do have Des Bryant, and of course, Mr. Dak Prescott.
0: It's uh, Dallas Cowboys for me. Um, I think they'll win this, and I think they'll win it fairly handy. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to be a close game. Brian, yeah. this is going to hurt to say, isn't it?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to select the Cowboys. Cowboys. Well. I mean, I, I've watched the, the, I watched the game back from last night, and I wasn't blown away by anything the Broncos did. Um, I can't see them keeping with the Cowboys.
1: No, yeah. neither can I. Dallas Cowboys for me is my pick. Washington Redskins at the L.A. Rams, Brian. The other NFC East team for you.
2: Well, the dysfunctional cousins at the weekend. Dysfunctional Redskins going to Rams, who looked looked a team. They did look a team. Well, I albeit did. they were playing. A uh, poor Colts team, and they're at home again. So, yeah, I'm going to give the win to the Rams.
1: I should have said, I mean, the Colts did actually outscore the charge, at the Chiefs. They had 46 points, 14 of which were granted by him, but it was impressive. So, I'm um, sorry, Gordon, I cut you across because you were going to give your pick.
0: Yeah, and no, I think it's the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I think their defense is going to eat up Cousins at the weekend, especially in that heat. Uh, apparently, they're much more accustomed and um, ready for the heat that is the the Los Angeles uh, Whether so, I think uh, I, I think Washington will struggle big time.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Maybe we're getting onto the bandwagon too quickly there. But Maybe, uh, but I, I think they're we're just ba- think we're basing vi- it on that game itself. No, no, so. well, I think the Rams did better than anybody expected them, and I yeah. I, th- I think they'll keep the momentum for well, that me, That
2: was my single pick. The Rams minus <laughs> four and a half.
1: San Francisco at Se- well, I mean, I picked them last. Did I not pick them last yeah, week? Did. I yeah, did. Yeah, ra- yeah, I was just yeah. checking yeah. that one. They yeah. did. Yeah, um, San Francisco at Seattle.
2: Uh, it's Seattle all the way. They're f- very strong at home. But expect them to rebound off last weekend. San Francisco didn't do much against the Panthers. They're now struggling with injuries. Um, you expect Seattle to win the game comfortably.
0: Yeah, you, you can't really see it any other way for that yeah. game. Um, San Fran are really in this season just to take part, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, I think the spread for this one is on like 11 points as well. It's a yeah. pretty heavy yeah. 12, spread. 12, 12 points yeah. it's gone out to. So Seattle for me. And then finally, we get a decent game, I, I hasten to say um 8 on sunday night the late game you know it's not as good a slate as we certainly had this week although the games didn't turn out as well as we might have imagined but no. we do have the green bay packers at the atlanta falcons on sunday night it's a cracking game it's yeah. a shame
2: it's on so late. You know, well for us but i mean it's prime time for the yeah, states that's yeah. why obviously um falcons going the start their, their new stadium
1: the mercedes-benz yeah. super Look,
2: looks really good um you have to be concerned about that. There's been a number of teams over the years that have gone in and it's been such a hype about them just going to a new stadium and then they have a big letdown game. I remember the Colts sta- going into the new stadium. Um, Lucas Oil Stadium. And, the, and the, the, Bears, the Bears turned them over and it was it was very unexpected. I'm still going to go with the Falcons. Um, the Packers won last weekend. They didn't do a lot on offence and I still think the Falcons will just about win it. But okay. it's going to be a good, good
0: game. Uh, I'm going to go with Green Bay. Um, I think they will come back better. Um, I think the receiving core will be a lot better. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers for this game.
1: I totally agree. I mean, they're not going to play a team with as bad an offensive line as Mm. the Seahawks. Uh, They are going to have more of a challenge on defence. And I think they are there to be exposed, potentially. But I like Green Bay. I like their opportunities and their chances. And the Falcons weren't as good as they could have been. The final game on Monday Night Football, again, features a a very disappointing, overrated and uh, poor uh, offensive team in the New York Giants who will host the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna say so mileage so much mileage this week. Uh, uh, who will host the Detroit Lions and their one hundred and thirty five million dollar man, Matthew Stafford. It's pretty clear to me it's you know Detroit all the way in this one.
0: I'm with you on this one. I'm going with the Lions. Um I just don't think the uh the Giants did enough to convince me that they can you know compete this year to so a high level.
1: So Brian If I remember correctly, the last time the Giants started the season, 0-2, they won the Super Bowl. Is that fair to say? I don't believe so. You don't? know? there was definitely one year you started 0-2 and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, 2007. 2007, when you beat the Patriots, obviously, which you were inevitably going to say. So, I mean, surely you want to support the Detroit Lions this weekend to recreate history and start 0-2 and then come back against all odds. And fight through the I invaders. I think what's
2: very clear now at the stage for the Giants is without Odell Beckham, we don't have an offence as good. And obviously, hes it's not about just the fact that he plays and he catches the ball. It's the fact that you don't have two players literally marking them and then that opens up avenues for yeah. other players. Makes up so for a mediocre quarterback, yeah. So on the basis that he's expected to play, because look, he he warmed up on Sunday. They just didn't risk him because you risk him, he gets an injury, he's gone for four or five weeks. They said he'd be 100% back for this weekend. So, I expect a different offense to turn up. And year in, year out, when the Giants are written off, they tend to come back and give us a win. So, I'm going to go with the Giants to win us on Monday night. And as well as that, the defense did have a very good game last weekend, despite all the, the negative hype that's going around about the Giants.
1: Year in, year out, they don't make the playoffs to get knocked out in the first round. But yeah, that that's true. They do get rid so of Good, okay. And, so and you go- said
2: last week you went not sold on Matthew Stafford and... No, know, when I he was. plays against elite quarterbacks, he won't win. So you've changed your tune pretty quickly.
1: No, 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 no. I did say that, and I gave you the stats, which backed up. When he plays against teams that have a winning record... He has a woeful uh, record, and he's one and twenty-five on the road, nine and forty-six in the So total. because we're zero more However, we don't have a winning record. However, I said because I thought the, the Cardinals were going to end up with a winning record, Giants won't at the end of the season. I don't, by the looks of things. So, so this so time
2: next week, I'll need to be cuckoo, or else you'll be have to find someone you'll else. You'll be to take even
1: over. more <laughs> depressed. Well, let's <laughs> talk about something before we finish up that always makes you happy, which is talk about betting for next week. And um, we will, as we did last week, tweet out a few extra bets during the week uh, for our Twitter followers. Well, I don't have.
2: Um, what we're going to call her hot because we haven't agreed on what no, we're going to No, we'll put do in. that.
1: We'll do that during the week on Twitter. But
2: um, I will give you a handicap treble. Um, the Bucs minus six and a half. Um, you won't agree with this one, but I'm going the Chiefs minus four and a half. No. And I, we touched on Seattle against San Francisco, where we believe that the game will be a handy win for the Seahawks. And I know the stretch is a bit much in terms of it's minus 12, but I think they'll win by at least two touchdowns. So six to one, the treble, six and a half Bucs, four and a half Chiefs, 12 Seattle, and obviously then we'll pick out some other bets later in the week and tweet them out.
1: Okay, Gordon. Uh,
0: I'll let you go first there, Mark, if you have one ready.
1: Well, I mean, my advice on betting this week was not to listen to
0: me, because I lost every bloody
1: bet, and mostly in relation to the Falcons uh, combinations. Um, But, you know, I I think we've got to be keen on any time TD scorer. So Christian McCaffrey hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I'll go for a rookie special. McCaffrey, Fournette, and Howard of the Bears, uh, which I think works out at about four, uh, I want to say thirty to one for any time touchdown scorers for the treble.
2: But if that's a great, if that's the price, that I'm pretty. If, if that's it the, is. the price, I
1: sorry, I looked it up earlier and I can't find it now. So I'm sorry, go- I, I'm going to say
2: placing a few bets in your bookies if that's the odds. That yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. For, sure.
0: for me, my one is I'm again I'm a big fan of the over unders for most games. So it's the Texans and Cincinnati, and the over unders is thirty eight. And I am going to go with the unders on that game, okay. and I think I think that's a nice solid bet. I think both offenses are so awful that uh, it'll be a so low-scoring I game. R- I
1: like a logic to it. Rookie special,
0: holiday yeah, yeah. special.
1: Good. It's all good. And obviously, then
2: we'll pick our what we believe to be the banker bet, and we'll p- we'll post that up later. We in will week. indeed.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, that has been our final play of the day. Uh, we leave you in week one with the entire state of Florida still unbeaten in the NFL season so far. Don't worry, it won't last long. From uh, this has been the Irish NFL podcast brought to you in association with the 42. Do follow us on Twitter at Irish NFL pod and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud to hear all our past episodes and future ones. But for now, it's goodbye from Brian. Thank you. Goodbye from Gordo. Thank you, Mark. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye.